Hello, welcome to Off Curve. I'm Wicked Good, and I am talking to you about Hearthstone from the comfort of my streaming lair because it is mini set day. Uh, we got Wailing Caverns drop, dumped all the info dumped to us in one big fell swoop yesterday, and now it's live in the client today. And uh, I, I am happy as always to be joined uh, by Mad at Arms, who is going to. We, we've had exactly one day to digest all this information and then play with some of the cards, and now we're going to, going to uh, pass judgment for you all, as we are known. Matt, welcome back to the show once again. Thank you. Thanks again for having me. I'm looking forward to being completely wrong about this set like I was about the last set. And for some reason, people still listen to my opinions, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you, we, you, can't, you can't bat a thousand, right? I think that we had uh, – we were directionally accurate on enough things that – we we were you know we we can hold our heads hold our heads up high as it were you know I think that anyone anyone who thinks that they're perfect at this is wrong so exactly you know, yeah as long as we own it right yeah. you know hey, at least I was right about caravans even though I tried to jam one today that was that that was a moment of insanity well I mean you had to make sure that they were still bad right oh, like yeah. you, you can't you can't just like leave that unexplored like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, man, I really need to pull out some one drops. Oh, look, I pulled out my broom. This is terrible. All right. Moving on. Yay. Oh, that's the best one. Yeah. That's the one you definitely want to pull out with the uh, <laughs> with, with the caravan. Exactly. The one the one that's supposed to give the rest of your board rush. That's the one you want to pull out. Good job, caravan. Yeah, good job. <laughs> anyway, um, before we talk about the cards, though, we probably should talk about these these paladin nerfs that came came along with the patch um, just kind of dropped alongside. Um, we had two more two more swings at the Paladin nerf bat. Um, we have first day of school, which is going back down to two one drops from three, but is still remaining at one mana. And then hand of a doll is going from plus two plus two to plus two plus one. So kind of smallish nerfs, but maybe another you know if they keep doing this enough times, maybe eventually Paladin will kind of come into line with the rest of the with the rest of the, the classes. Yeah, I I think these are really good changes. First day at three minions was absolutely silly. I actually it's much much like twin slice. It was actually better with the quote unquote rework. I'm not going to call it a nerf. This is an actual nerf, and now it's like what in line the way they should have done in the first place. And hand of a doll was just way too good. Um, plus two plus one still seems really good, but uh, the uh, you know getting shaving off the butt a little bit might. Uh, might bring it bring down its play weight, but I still think it's going to be played and everything. So, yeah, I mean it's it's it needed to be that powerful when it was printed, like this time last year when Paladin was in the gutter, right? Yeah. And then Paladin just needed all the help it could get, and Hand of a Doll wasn't even enough at the time. So that that made sense at the time. It, Paladin's a lot better. Hand of a Doll doesn't need to be that good. And I I said at the time that giving three minions out of first day seemed like ludicrous. And especially given that it's a small pool and you're giving three rolls at it, like uh, that, that just doesn't seem like a great idea. And, and, and it wasn't. Um, so, and the pool's going to get a little bit bigger too, which will help with that also. And I'm sure we'll talk about that when we get into the, um, when we get into the review, but yeah, that, it just seemed like the, that entire, that entire rework just seemed kind of questionable, especially given that that was the only thing that they were doing to it at the time. So yeah. It was it was it was a bit strange. It was it was a good idea, but yeah, they. I'm glad they reeled it in. Yeah, so I've seen very, considerably fewer paladins aside from the one that I just lost to because I don't know how to count how, which numbers are even and which numbers are odd. 
So <laughs> <laughs> if you were watching the stream. So yeah, it's it's been a long day. It's probably better that I I not um you know not be playing on ladder and instead have salty opinions about Hearthstone cards. So we'll do that instead. We will you know we'll go through in order. So um you can kick us off if you'd like with uh with Demon Hunter. All right. So sigil is summoning. It's a de- we're going to do Demon Hunter. It's a two mana shadow spell at the start of your next turn. Summon two two de- uh, demons with taunt. Uh, I give this as three. It's a solid card. Uh, two mana delay, uh, four four with taunt with across two bodies. It's good. It's a good card. It's just homeless. There's no there's no deck that wants to run this right now. If we go back to a kind of a board based aggro DH, if the meta allows that, then maybe we run this. But right now, I don't think this it has a home at the moment. Um, yeah, I mean, it just seems like it's a little bit too, too slow. Like you're, you're waiting two turns to be able to attack with those. And like, yeah, if they're, if you're looking for defense, it's fine, I guess. Yeah. But it's, it just like, what are we doing with that? Like maybe there will be a a deck that wants, like if maybe if token demon hunter comes back, then maybe that's something we want to do. But for right now, it just, it just seems like there are better ways to get two, two, twos on the board. Like you have that, that, um, that spell that summons two, two light. Two 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 life steals, which seems like way better than this, and you get them immediately. So, but that one's three mana, and this is two mana on a turn yeah. that you don't want to that you're kind of just banking, and they'll just pop up in the next turn, even though they can't attack. So, that's where I'm higher, a little higher on this. I think I can see the application, especially kind of like mid game where you just kind of want to set up for your next board because you kind of expect this board to go. So. I don't know. I, I, like I said, it's, it's a homeless card right now. It's a good card. It just doesn't it doesn't have any application that's I can see right now. It's like the rest of the sigils, right? It's like it's a great idea, but where is it going? And right now, exactly. we don't have an answer for that unless you're unless you're achievement hunting and you really want the you know play a million sigils achievement. You know, there's not really a place for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll move on to uh, Taint Heart Tormentor because you know. Card games are fun. <laughs> so, so you know, now we have the, the equivalent of Light Shower Elemental, I suppose, in Demon Hunter. Um, so this is an 8-mana, eight 8-8 eight, eight taunt that's a demon, and your opponent's spells cost two more. So, like, I and I saw, I think I saw Hat posting about this because someone got this off of a, um, off of a Scenarian ward, and, or, or you know, six Scenarian wards, because that's what Druid is doing now, but... <laughs> Like you're not taking out Inquisitor for this, and like how many eight drops can you run in in a Demon Hunter deck, right? Yeah. Like that that's kind of the problem that I have with it is like wh- you're you're not you're not running four eight drops, and like Inquisitor is too good to take out. So like when are you playing this? Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at. I gave it a one just for that reason. Like we like we have an eight drop that's eight mana that may cost you know six or less. Also, that trades and goes face on the same turn. So why, you know, why would we run this over that? I don't see it. It's like, you know, like this is just like something for the eight drop tool pool to, you know, and, and as far as where, you know, like it'll show up, but it'll just be and from a random effect. Yeah. And, and when, when Druid gets it off of Scenario Ward, it's great, yeah. but I don't know that you're going to put it in your deck. Right. So that's, it's a two. I could see there being like a big demon hunter at some point. No. But Dick, you know, demon hunters. maybe eventually. So I mean, it could happen sometime in the next two years, right? So yeah, maybe they. I, I could see them like the ne- at the end of this standard year, just like putting all the stupid demon, big demon hunter cards in because they really want big demon hunter to be a thing before they before the stuff rotates, and maybe then this will be playable. But until then, I don't think so. Yeah. All right. 
Moving on to um, Fell Rattler. It's a three mana, three, two beast with rush, death rattle, deal three damage to all enemy minions. Uh, I'm really high on this card. This is another uh, tool for death rattle demon hunter, which um, we said was not a deck coming in or for, uh, during the last card review. I want to say that we were both wrong. Um, I was I was not as down on it as you were, if yeah, I remember correctly. You're, pro- you're probably right. Just, I, I'm pretty sure I said that if, if it's going to be a deck, this is the way it's going to go. And I predicted how it was going to go. I just didn't know if it was going to come together right away. Or yeah, not. and and I, it's actually probably been one of my favorite decks I've, I've been playing in this expansion. So, And I'm looking forward to feet and making it better because with that deck, like three drops are really important, especially with the two drop and the other three drop uh, summon a four drop that, you know, but I think this card's phenomenal, and like just playing it from hand is fine because it's basically a swipe on a stick that can't go through ta- that can't go through taunts, but it's still you know three mana swipe is good. So I like this card yeah, a lot. And, and I mean those decks are playing this off now, and this is a beast. And I don't think you really had a beast, or maybe you were running Scorpids in the Nizoth versions or something, um, to in order to get a beast into the pool. And this is a much better beast. Oh, the if you're playing Nizoth, the uh, the boar was the beast. The three two boar was the beast, but yeah, the three two. Oh, well, oh, it's oh, that's a beast, yeah. really? Oh, yeah, it is a beast. Never mind. But yeah, okay. So, well, this is a this is a better exactly. Beast. It's a better beast, and so, like it can come out. Of, it can come out of that beast too, which you know, beast and a beast. Yeah, very beastly yeah. card. So I mean, if you're getting that off in Nizoth, it's even better. And I mean, it's it's it is important to have the three drops in that in in that deck, and because just so that the both of the two drop and the three drop can pull them. And having something, the more things that are proactive, because like you real once you play that deck a lot, you realize that like um, the what is it? Enter, the, not the entertainer, the the performer. Yeah, the renowned performer. Um, yeah, the renowned performers are like the only rushes in the deck unless you're running fishy flyers, and like that that that's that's rough, right? Like you really want more rushers to be able to be proactive on the mm-hmm. board when you're um when you're playing when you're getting these like summoned out of hand, so. Um, so yeah, this is much better that way. Actually, the other beast we've been running is Alar, which also tells you the state of death rattles. So, oh, I thought that was an elemental. Is it, is, it might be an elemental. You're right. It is an elemental. I think it's it an, an elemental, elemental, which is a re- that's why we were running is because it's an that's elemental. Right. Okay. Yeah. The only reason I'm, I'm not a, a five on this card is sometimes, you know, the one damage AOE just doesn't matter depending. It's really meta dependent for that, but I still think it's a good card and you still run it. So yeah, absolutely. I'm a, I'm at a four and a two. Like I don't I don't think you're building the deck around it. Like a five would be a build around, but this is a solid inclusion, a solid support yeah. card. Yeah. Okay, so we'll move on to uh, to Druid. Um, so Fangbound Druid is a three mana four three taunt death rattle reduces the cost of a beast in your hand by two. So I guess if we're playing like Clown Druid or Primordial Druid, we put this into try to discount the the beast that we draw before we can get them out with um with guardian animals i guess i mean it's still a three mana four three taunt which is not nothing and like you do kind of need to protect your face a little bit in the early game so maybe from that perspective it's fine but i'm not super excited about it i mean you you actually don't want this death rabble to go off because you don't want the, the cards in your hand to begin with um and i don't think we're going like full-on beast druid maybe we are but I mean, full on beast druid has always been kind of a meme, and and it doesn't seem like we really have enough support for it. But you know, in that guardian druid, if just to kind of as, a, as like a safety valve in case you draw all those minions, at least you can get a little bit more value out of them. Yeah, that's where I'm at with this. Um, kind of the same. So like, uh, you know, just gives you a chance to drop that uh, um, 
you know, the, the, the beast that you did draw, you know, on accident, you know, on, on turn four, um, in that, in that case, or yeah, it'd be three man and run from turn four and you can probably run it with a broom into something. That's pretty good too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not it's terrible. Not, well, it has to die first, yeah. right? So no, I'm talking about, I'm talking dies. about the beast in your hand. That's five mana. Yeah, but the but the 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 Fangbound Druid needs to die before yeah, you can do that. With three, three with three health, it, it dies reasonably easy. It's 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 likely yeah. to, but it's not always. It's reasonably going easy. To. I, I I'm pretty solid in this. It's also really good with the other card that we're going to review that I'm, that you're going to talk about once we get to it. Yeah. Um, you know, in case you because you know that's that's expensive, but also anyway. But anyway, yeah, this card's good. It's just it's just good. It's just a, it's a solid support in that you know in that beast card. So I'm, I gave it a three. I gave kind of right there with you on a three. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm there in a three, two. It's just a solid support card, but it's not going to, you're not building a deck around that. It's not, you know, it's not making you want to play that deck. All right. Moving on to Lady Anaconda, six mana, three, seven, uh, legendary. Your nature spells cost two less. Um, so this in germination, um, now you have two Lady Anacondras and, um, that was, uh, you know, six plus eight. And then your next germination is free. So now you have six, your nature spells cost zero, cost six less. Uh, yeah, that's kind of insane. This card's definitely kind of like a build around for nature spells, but the problem is nature spells don't win you the game. They just kind of do things. And the one nature, and the one spell you want to reduce, um, alignment is not a nature spell. So you haven't been on Twitter today, have no. you? No. <laughs> no, I've been on Twitter. I've just been avoiding the the druid memes. Um, all the so this this is this is bringing the the Cthulhu Celestial Alignment deck back. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, it super uh, is because uh, what happens is that all the ramp spells and a lot of the draw spells are nature spells. Yeah. So what happens is you play alignment, then you drop Anaconda, and you can immediately nourish, and you can play wild. You can play wild growths and nourishes if you if you lightning bloom, which is also a nature spell. Then you can get your um your for- forest warden Omu down, get all your ramp together, refresh all your mana crystals, and then start drawing again. And if you happen to get an auctioneer on board at the same time, it's it's pretty like the deck is still like boom or bust. It I I played a bunch of games today. One of them I played against a mage and. Turns out, if they play Encanter's Flow after you alignment, that's not a good time for you. <laughs> <laughs> Everything costs zero. All right, but I did, and 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 some of the animations take a long time, so sometimes it's hard even to get your whole turn out. Oh. Like a guess the weight in particular is really really oh. slow. But I did win some games with the deck where I had a hard time before, and it's it Anaconda is it's like if you have Anaconda in your hand when you alignment it's yahtzee it's just it's go time and you can <laughs> you can get a lot of work done with anaconda so i went i went up to a four on it just based on this because i don't know if this is really going to be a thing it could very well i don't know if this deck is optimized or if it's or or if it's just always going to be like a high roll or, or if there's more refinement that we can make yeah. on it but this seems like a, it's getting closer to being real and maybe like it may not mean like one more set, but it feels like it's going to get there. That scares at some that point. That scares it's, me. Yeah, it is scary. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, and you know, it's I got I got to say it. She don't want don't want that unless you got buns, hun. But anyway, yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't want Lady Anaconda to be a thing, but you know, I don't but either. Reducing your spells by two is also like even in the with the nature tag that that's really scary. I'm not looking. I'm not looking forward to seeing this on the ladder and it destroying my face. 
I just don't understand why we're not just putting and can't and and don't cost more than unless and don't cost less than one on like all these cards. Really, like I don't get it. Like I'm I'm shocked and that auctioneer made it into standard with with you know the kinds of things that they were going to be printing. They they clearly like you don't go through a core rotation seeing all this stuff and leave auctioneer in and not know what you're doing. Right. So. Uh, clearly they want this to be a thing. And, and as long as it's not really good enough, like they want people to kind of live the dream, but uh, you know, and I'm sure that if it gets actually playable, they'll nerf the hell out of it. Yeah. Let's but, hope so. Yeah. I, I don't really want this to be, <laughs> to be a thing that exists either. Yeah. All right. All right. So we'll move on to deviant Dreadfrang, which is an eight mana four, nine beast. After you cast a nature spell, summon a four, two Viper with rush. Um, so this is kind of the, um, oh, what the hell is now? Why can I not remember card names tonight? The summon a three drop whenever you play a, play a spell. Why can I not remember exotic what name mount is? Seller. Exotic mount seller. Exotic mount seller. Yeah. yeah. So this is, um, this is exotic mount seller, but it's a beast and it's, it's bigger, but it's also more expensive and you know what you're going to get out of it, but what you're going to get out of it is always going to be good, right? Like Zixor was one of the ones that you wanted to get. I mean, obviously Mukla was the mm-hmm. other. But like Zixor was generally one of the ones that you were trying to get out of out of Mount Cellar. And this is kind of like Zixor light every time. Um, and it but it's and and the kind of cards that you're trying to play, like all of the the token druid cards are nature spells, right? Like anything that makes tree answer nature spells, um, like a lot of the buff cards like Power of the Wild and um and Arbor Up, I believe, are all nature spells. So you can you can run this in a token druid. I believe I saw maybe it was Derek running running these in token druid and winning with it so maybe there's something there at like the top end but i mean you don't really want to toss these with fungal fortunes um so that's kind of the down the downside of it there um but maybe as a late game option for token druid there's something there well like um we still have the zero mana deal three card right we still have a bunch of that like yeah once you get to seven mana cards bog beam bog beam's not not a nature spell though yeah oh it is a nature spell. Oh, it was from just nature spells. Okay, this is yeah. That's why that's why yeah. I was down on this card initially. Okay, um, yeah. This is yeah. this is exotic mouth solar. It's a little more expensive. It has a bigger body. Um, it reminds me a lot of like uh, Dragonhorn Matriarch in a way, uh, which was uh, this priest card, like a four nine priest card that summoned three threes when you healed. If you remember that card, oh yeah, that that saw literally no play. Yeah, ever. exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why I was <laughs> kind of. But like, also four two rushes were good, but also four two rushers die pretty easily. So you're not trying to build a board with this. Yeah. Just, I think it's like you know you just kind of come back, trying to come back with this card. Um, I think this really works with uh, Fang Brown Druid because you know you're going to reduce this to six and then like go off on six mana, which would be like you know your opponent being at four mana. So we'll see. Um, yeah, I think this is good. I think, I think this is solid. Um, like it's, yeah, for me, it's a three. You're not building around this. This is just like an inclusion in like the Anaconda deck that just try to like work, build, kind of work the board, board back in your favor. So, yeah. And I imagine it's nature spell, not all spells, because again, there are plenty of things like scenario war that drop eight drops and you probably don't want it just randomly becoming like a mount. Seller, exactly. If, if you can help it. So. Yeah. All right. All right. So we'll move on to Hunter. Right. And and um, Sidisi was about as as disappointed as I was with um, as I was with the pre spells. He was disappointed with the Hunter spells, which I was surprised because it seemed like this had some good fodder for him. But yeah, um, 
But yeah. So we'll talk about that, uh, the Hunter spell. Serpent Bloom, it's a zero mana. Give a friendly beast poisonous. Uh, that's very good. Big qualifier, the beast poisonous. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't read that when I was doing my when I was doing my reading clearly. Yeah, that's fine. But, you know, so <laughs> yeah, like so you are kind of limited to what you can make poisonous and like the best application that I saw and I'm terrible at hunter uh is off of uh you put give one of the hyenas that you get off cold car poisonous and then that can kill something, which is cool. I know do, yeah. I know there's a lot more you can do with in, in wild cuz I know Duan was super excited to pl- see this card. Um, because you can just play a three drop and give it poisonous, and it would kill everything on the board. So, uh, so yeah, but yeah, I think, or you or you just play Rexar, right? And then like at literally anything that you play can then also be poisonous. Exactly. I mean, half the stuff you get out of Rexar in Wild is poisonous to begin with, but then you can make sure. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, so. you could do Rush and Life Steal, and then give it poisonous. Perfect. You know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so there's there you know, I think there's this is a card that um has some potential, but we'll see if they actually try to develop that potential. Yeah, it's just it's gonna be really awkward yeah. to I mean I guess you have plenty of beasts, but like you have to have a beast on the board. It needs to be able to attack, which not all the beasts do, and then you need to have this, you know, in your hand at the right time. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I, I I I thought I thought it was just friendly minion. Which is like, oh yeah, you just put this on Tonk and then you laugh or laugh your way to the bank. No, that's that's not how no. <laughs> um, so so yeah, I'm I'm going down to a two yes. on it based on that, because I think it's maybe for wild it's it's a little bit better, but in standard I don't see it. Well, like Hunter needs all the help he can get in wild. So Yeah, the Hunter needs better than this right now, because the Hunter's not doing much outside of this other than other than trampling. I mean, I guess you could you could give your trampling rhino poisonous and then uh, it, but it it doesn't get poisonous when it hits face. So you know well, it also like that extra, like, it would be nice if it did had followed the eternal rules, where if it had poisonous, it would only have to do one damage to the minion, and the rest of the damage went to face. But that's but that's an eternal rule. That's a, that's a rule in eternal, not in Hearthstone. Yeah, eternal does a lot of silly things that shouldn't that shouldn't happen. Exactly. So you know. All right. Uh, and if if it was eternal, then you know you'd have to swing swing minions before you could swing a weapon face too, which would it be would nice. Be. But you know, we're not there. <laughs> Um, so Cinder, Cin- Cinderai, uh, scent finders, a four mana, one six minion frenzy summon four one one hyenas with rush. So, not a beast, those are not hunter stats by any stretch of the imagination. Like, hunter would like those stats to be reversed. Um, they would much prefer to have a four mana six one than a four mana one six. And then you get four hyenas with rush, which uh, feels like not something that you really have trouble with getting with hunter to begin with with a lot less work so i'm not really sure what this is supposed to do without some sort of like a token hunter Mm -hmm. archetype which we don't really have i'm not really is is uh scavenging hyena still in standard it is okay so maybe that's something but that seems like it's a stretch and and um, you know, and, and your opponent does get the option to either kill this all in one swoop or just straight up ignore it. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if they don't ignore it, like, okay, well, you got four one ones. Congratulations. Like, yeah. you did it. Yeah, this this card is only really good with uh, two other cards. Uh, wound Prey, when you attack and you hit this with Wound Prey, and then you get five Hyenas with Rush. Great. You Yay. Know. Um, you know, or with um, 
the true aim crescent, you know, so you put it down, you plop it, and then you like attack with the true aim crescent, and this attacks the thing, and then you get four one one high eaters with runch. Yay. Still, right. you know, very underwhelming. And like, and I'm looking at this card again, and I'm like, why don't I just play Samuro? Yeah. Or like piercing shot. If you want to do all that damage, just play piercing shot. Like, yeah. what, you know. Yeah. There's, <laughs> it's just, no, this card's not good. And the, it doesn't even have rush. Like, it itself doesn't even have rush. Yeah. So it's like, there's it, no, it, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see it. And then the minion that's left behind is like, well, you have this one whatever minion that you don't care yeah. about. And it's like if the, if we had quest if we had the hunter quest still great I could see it I might I might have a very different idea about this car but since the hunter quest rotated why are you doing this Yeah like Delta like, Cash even puts it better in the chat like the rank spell at five five mana is better than this Yeah so so <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean I, I'm gonna leave it at a two because it feels like there might be some application at some point. If we get something approaching a token hunter strategy or something approaching the quest the quest again, or maybe in wild if you're playing quest I mean if you're playing quest wild and quest hunter, you can play Leroy. Like you know, yeah, you play, yeah, they they have a three mana card for that. It's called Unleash the Hounds. Yeah, that that's a pretty good card too, I heard. <laughs> so yeah, I don't so. I, I, there might be an application, but I'm not I'm not seeing it anytime yeah. soon. No, it's not good. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Venom Strike Bow, talking about another more bad hunter cards. It's a four mana one two poisonous weapon. It's a lot of mana for a weapon. It's one, but then again, we're it's also a lot of mana for a weapon that's not going face. Well, yeah, yeah. Like. If you if you go if you're going face with this, you're doing it wrong. Um, it's just, just I mean, you can you know go face with it all you want, but like you're wasting two kills. Uh, you're, so you're removing two threats with your own face, and it's not protecting you in any way. <sighs> No, I don't want. I don't want this card. I don't even want this card for. I don't want to get even get this card off the seven mana thing that gives it plays a weapon. So, yeah, I'm it's, not. I'm, yeah, I'm not, this there, is a one. I don't see. I don't yeah. see this. Yeah, I don't even know why I was giving this a two. This I was. I was in a fugue state this morning because like what like in in other classes, right? Like in in a class like maybe shaman, where you have control control decks. Like, maybe I could see it, right? Or Paladin, even. Don't give Paladin any more good cards, please. Don't take that as in... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to speak <laughs> that into the world. But, like, yeah. I could see Paladin, like, Librum Paladin maybe wanting this. But Hunter? Like, Hunter wants things that go face, and this doesn't go face. Like, you're paying four mana for a weapon. You're competing with Ringling's, rif- Ringling's Rifle for a one-two weapon that you want to run into minions. Like, this is not... That's not Hunter's Jam, like not by any stretch of the imagination. So, yeah, that's no. I mean, maybe an even Hunter if you're really desperate for a weapon that isn't a legendary. I, I don't know. No. Sure. It's, yeah. No. <laughs> no. All right. All right. So move on to Mage. More disappointing cards. Oh, wait. Yay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, I mean, that's ahead. kind of like like I, I was starting to think, I mean, we could t- just just for a second, just cause, like an aside, like. I'm, I was wondering when, when I was reviewing this, like, how many of these cards were there just to mess up the random pools? Yeah. Because, like, there – and there are some that I'm going to point out that are definitely there to do that. But it felt like some of these were just there just to mess up the random pools. And that's fine for, like, a, a ran, a, like a full-size expansion. For a mini set, you feel it a lot more. Yeah. Agreed. But anyway, let, let, let's, let's move on to Mage so you can go ahead with that. All right. So I guess I get Frostweave Dungeoneer. 
Um, three mana, two, three, and these are kind of a cycle in this set, Dungeoneers, where they're battle, three mana, two, threes, they battle cry, draw a spell, and then do something. For this one, it's, if it's a spot, frost spell, summon, t- uh, two, one, one elementals with, with, uh, freeze. Um, uh, problem is there's one, maybe two good frost spells in standard right now. Um, so if you're kind of focused on making a, a deck full of frost spells, it's not great. Um, and also like a one, one elemental with freeze has never been impactful. Like we have, uh, a minion that when you cast a frost spell, it does, it kind of, it creates another one and that has never seen play. So I don't see this getting there. Maybe with more more frost support, sure, but um, we're not there yet. Yeah, I mean, like all we need is uh, is Murabi to come back, and then you know we're we're off be to a, the races because like this is what card. it feels like. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. like uh, yeah, like like I mean, and and we we'll get more frost spells, right? And then maybe yeah. in time, maybe this is more valuable. But even the payoff isn't that great. Like you get two one ones that freeze, like. Great. Okay, so they're gonna die to hero powers. Yeah, like there are a million things that deal with one ones that maybe you get to freeze something the next turn if they live. Like, like four hyenas. Oh wait. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, those hyenas are just gonna are just gonna eat those frost elementals alive. Exactly. That's like ice cream treats. Like that's what that is. So yeah, uh. I mean, you have to be running. I mean, you could put this in just for cycle, but like again, there are better cards. Like you just run loot hoarder. Right. Yeah. Like there are better cards and, and like this is mage. You can just play arcane intellect for three mana and draw two cards. They're probably spells because you're probably not running minions in your deck to begin with. Yeah. And <laughs> and then you, you get there anyway. Or you can so just, pl- or you I, just I, play Cantor's Flow for three mana after you do or not in Cantor's uh, uh pure refreshing spring water for three mana yeah. after you uh Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'll give this a twice. two just because maybe if we get some something approaching like new nouveau freeze mage then maybe it'll be useful, but I'm not seeing it. Yeah, I think I, I'm I, not impressed with the whole Dungeoneer cycle in general, but yeah, especially yeah, not this one. Yeah, I think this is like more like just three mana, two, three, draw, draw a spell, tutor a spell. That's yeah. that's basically the way this card reads. The rest of the text doesn't matter. So and if you get it off the font of power, it's two, three mana, draw a card. So yeah, great. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. All right, let's move on. Move on to another card. So we'll move on to Shattering Blast, which is three mana, frost spell, destroy all frozen minions. So you have to be running things that freeze minions. You have to be basically running those cards in your deck, and then you get to play this and destroy the minions that you froze. Well, unless you're playing Varden, or, I mean, Varden with this is a seven mana board clear, which is relying on a legendary, so that's not a great plan. And that's not really a fantastic payoff. Or, I mean, maybe if you're running, like, Cone of Cold, then, like, you're at six mana to kill three things that are next to each other. Like, maybe we're starting to get there. But, like, other than that, like, the Frost Spells, like, they're not they're not good. Like, there's no. not... there's All of them are single target. I mean, Flurry, I guess, is, an, is the other one, right? So you could start running Flurry. But, I mean, if you're putting Flurry in your deck... If you have to put Flurry in your deck to make this card playable, you probably need to reevaluate your life, your life choices because I, I it, it just you're not getting there not with yeah. this set of frost spells. Yeah, this 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 is Frost Nova at home, and this is 
this is definitely not Frost Nova. Um, yeah, I, I was initially high on the Varden, uh, you know, Shattering Blast combo, but then I'm like, then I remember that Akanai Circle was a thing we tried to do for a while. Oh yeah, you know that was that was the then and, and how great is Priest in Classic? Yeah, ex- yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but you know, I think if but this is a card that I think will be fine if once we get more support and that's the problem like yeah. this is the problem we're not getting it we haven't got and we don't have enough frost spells to make make it work and like they've been trying to work they've been trying to make freeze mage but not like you know freeze mage like classic freeze mage where it's like you build a board and then you can't play with it you know they're trying to make it a little more interactive and they're not they're not quite succeeding I'd like to see where they go, but yeah, you know, this card's this card's not it. I gave it a two just because it might have a possibility, but it's not it's not there yet. It could get there, but it's not there yet, and we're not not for not for the foreseeable future, probably. Yeah. All right. Now here's a card that actually I am high on. Flowcaster. It's a six mana five five. Costs two less for each frozen enemy. Um you drop, you know, you are kind of waiting for Varden for this card. And if you, and if they have more than two, more than uh, two enemies, this is, or if they have three, at least three minions. This is free, which is, you know, free five zero mana five fives are good. See Cabal Crystal Runner. Um, it's like I said, but I, th- I don't think we have the tools are here yet. I think, but I think this goes in that Frost deck for sure. Um, just a matter of like, okay, are we actually trying to make Flurry work with this? Sure. Um, but. Yeah, I gave it a four. It might be a th- more like a three. Um, yeah, I'm not. I I want to play with this card. This is the one that excites me the most of this set, but I or most of this mage set. But I don't think I don't think we're doing anything with this yet. The the reason I'm I'm more down on this and the, and and Cabal Crystal Runner is a good comparison, but the difference between this and Cabal Crystal Runner is that Crystal Runner's discount was permanent. Right, you trigger, you played a secret, you got that discount for the rest of the game. This is board dependent, right? So if your opponent is an OTK demon hunter, you're never getting this down for probably. If you get this down for four, you're going to be lucky, mm-hmm. right? And like a six mana five five is not where we want to be with our tempo minions. So like, if this is the payoff for Frost Mage, we have a ways to go. Um, just because like this doesn't feel like it's good enough. And, and it's it's to the point where even, like, the free 5-5, five five, like, okay, great, but you're going to have to do so much work to get there. And if you've frozen the minions and they're on board to discount them, that means you haven't killed them yet, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you still have a problem that the 5-5 five five is maybe going to solve, but it's still going to have a bunch of angry things getting unfrozen very soon after. So it's like the payoff just doesn't feel like it's there for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm still at a 2 with it. But I mean, I could see, I could see the argument for it being a three. I could see maybe it could get better, but it just feels like even when you get this to work, it's going to be underwhelming. Yeah, agreed. I agree with that. Oh. Yeah, if it had to rush, sure, but no. Then again, you know, if cards were better, they'd be better. I say that a lot. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All so. right. So we'll move on to we'll move on to Paladin. And Paladin's first card is a secret. It's a one mana secret. I mean, they're all one mana, um, and, and it's holy. Um, Judgment of Justice, secret when an enemy minion attacks, set its attack and health to one. So we already have Reckoning that does basically the same thing. Um, the only difference between this and Reckoning is that Reckoning gets to hit you for the full attack if before it mm-hmm. dies. 
and this gets set to 1-1 beforehand. But even then, and, and it's probably going to die either way unless it's going face. Um, and this doesn't affect, like, Battle Cries, like mm-hmm. Reckoning does. Like, Reckoning will kill a Zarella, and this won't, or an Alex, and this won't. Um, but what they both have in common is that they're both holy, so a Knight of Anointment draws them when you really want Conviction or Hand of a Doll. So that's not great. And it's, it's again, it's doing like the same thing as another, as another secret, just slightly differently. So like reckoning is a really good card. Maybe this, and maybe you just interchange them. I don't know. Like it it could just be like, okay, well maybe we want the minion to be one, one instead of doing the damage. Fine. Like in a more like an Alibram paladin, maybe this is better than reckoning. Who knows? But fine. It's a two for me. Like it's whatever. I'm not excited about this because we already have a very similar card that's already doing the thing. So, like, do we need more of those? Probably not, because we only run one copy of Reckoning now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm even less excited than you are, which is, you know, shocking. Um, <laughs> because this card, like, you test this card the same way you test for uh, Noble Sack. Yeah. And, like, so you send in the one one to you send it a token or your smallest minion. It's like oh, it got nodal sect. Oh, it got turned into a one one. Biggest deal, yeah. big whoop. You know, so it's easy to play around, and like it dies to and like if you have this and noble sack price up, well, guess what? It, di- it kills the noble sack guy anyway. So it's like, you know, so like you know, they turns into one one, and then so then two secrets proc to get rid of one you know minion, one terrible minion. I don't. I don't see why you would ever run this, especially when reckoning reckoning exists. So that's that's why I'm at a one with this card. Yeah, it's it's. It, I mean, I could see it getting swapped out for reckoning, which is the only reason I'm going for a two. Like, depending on what, I don't know if there's a use case where one's better than the other. I don't really play enough paladin. I, I've played more than more paladin than I really wanted to this past couple months, <laughs> and you know, I, I'm not really interested in the. And we can ask Noodle Swoop for the. The, the intricacies of which paladin secret you choose, but I'm not really, uh, it's it's not exciting for me. All right. So let's move I, on. I'm okay with paladin getting boring cards, by the way. Oh, so. for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Seed Cloud Buckler. It's a three mana, two, three weapon with death rattle. Give your minions divine shield. Um, three swings is a lot. Uh, you have to kind of just, you know, it gives you kind of some kind of inevitability with a board to get divine shield. Um, and you can build towards it. Uh, great for like a uh, token or like Silverhand recruit strategy if you want to do that. But then again, I also thought about it too. Th- Paladin's three mana is kind of weak. You know, they don't really have much going on at three mana if you're not doing secret things. Um, so um, if you play this and and then you break it with the six uh, six uh, taunt with hammer weapon, of the Naru. with hammer of the yeah. Naru, then your six six gets divine shield. So yeah, okay. That's I mean, that's pretty good. And whatever is that else worth is on, a card in your deck is the question, right? Yeah, like, that's that's the other thing. It's like, are how many weapons do you really want to play in that deck? Because like, could you, like, I guess you could swap, take out the secrets and run this instead of the secrets. But I don't know the secrets seem better to me, especially with oh my yog is just better. So I, but I think yeah, I think this this deck this card exists in a, in a strategy that doesn't quite exist, but I still think it's really strong. I gave it a I'm kind of middle ground on it. It's a three. Yeah. Yeah, it's the kind of card I could see being being run, and I could see it being powerful. I could see it being annoying. It, it seems to me like that dormant mid spell burst minion from the last mini set, where yeah, when it goes off, when all the stars align and and it goes off, like it's really strong. 
but that just does not happen nearly enough when you want to. Like the the problem is that you're trying to time this like three turns in advance, right? And that's mm-hmm. assuming that your opponent doesn't throw a gigantic taunt at you and make you run your face into that gigantic taunt to get rid of the durability. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, you can break it with another weapon, but it's like then then you know you're you're running this card that could just be like a better minion that could have divine shield. It could be a goody two shields, right? Okay. And if it's if it's a goody two shields, then it's already got divine shield, and it's going to get divine shield again. And so I, I maybe there's a use case for it, but I'm at a three on it because I just don't see what the use case is right now. Yes. Yeah, um. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then we go on to party up, which is a seven mana spell. Uh, summon five two two adventurers with bonus random effects, and this is kind of another cycle that's in this in this mini set of adventurers, and the, there are. Eight effects that um, you can roll on these adventurers. You could get Taunt, Divine Shield, Spell Damage plus one, Lifesteal, Wind Fury, Poisonous, Stealth, or Rush. Um, each one of them gets one, but you get five of them. Um, this just, I mean, it's a lot. It's, a, it's, it's, it's 10 times worth of stats for seven mana. Fine, right? Um, it feels like it's... Um, the kind of thing like if you if you it might get you to start playing snack run mm-hmm. right because it's another big spell that will heal you and then we'll do something later but i i can't imagine what kind of deck we're running that wants a seven mana spell that summons five two twos like anything that's summoning that many minions at once probably wants to be going a lot faster than playing a seven mana spell to do that yeah yeah, that's where I'm at with that. Like it's it feels overcosted, but then again, like seven mana ten like seven mana ten ten with a bunch of two twos. And like I'm sorry, but like I was playing with the adventurers a little bit today when in zoo. And there's just cards that are just like I, I don't I don't want this one. I don't no no, I don't yeah. want this one. <laughs> you know They're not lackeys. They're not lackey. They're certainly not lackeys because they don't have battle cry effects, thankfully. Um yeah. but you know so yeah. It's just seven mana, just you know, spit out a bunch of things. We're doing we're doing a lot more broken things for seven mana already, and it's we're not, it's you know, we're not there yet. Like maybe if we're going for a pure token strategy, if there's some you know token generation, like sure, if like you know we got the dormant guy and we use this to spell burst it, sure, we can do that. But then, aren't we doing silverhand things if we're doing that? Like, yeah, agree. So wouldn't you rather have like stand against darkness and day at the fair than this? Yeah, exactly. Like, how many of those kinds of spells can you run in that deck? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Are we, are we playing no? Are we playing no minion paladin? But then again, you're running a dormant minion, so never mind. don't don't you put that evil into the world? <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare! Yeah. So I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you. I think this card this card's not there yet. So it's it's a two. I mean, yeah. maybe there's something that happens with a token paladin strategy that's more than just silver hand recruits, but I'm not seeing it. But this, all right. Um, was this you or me that's next? Would we? Uh, we oh, I did party. party. Up, so this is yeah. So I got yeah. so I got cleric of Anash. Cleric of Anash is a one mana one two uh, priest minion. Battle cry: If you've restored health this turn, discover your spell from your deck. Uh, cheap discover um, with a lifesteal minion on board, sure. Um, th- three mana plus a one two for a discover. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's more ways to kind of dig for what you are dig for answers. I'm okay with it, but I don't think this finds room in a deck. I'm not 
entirely sold on it. Like we also run, yeah, like Thrive in the Shadows is a card. And Thrive yeah. in the Shadows is an actual good card because I'm playing it in Wild. Um in, in Wild yeah. uh in Wild uh Reno Priest. So I think it's it's okay. It's it's fine. I just don't think we're running this at all. You're never putting this card in your deck ever. This is this is a first day of school nerf. This is what this is. That is the mm-hmm. only value that this card brings. I, I I will warn you. I have some more than more stronger than usual feelings about the priest cards in the set, and they're not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all of them, I am I'm. I, they they need to go to their room and think about what they did because. This is like you have Thrive in the Shadows. We don't really play that. And then what you end up with is this is like usually unless we're we're actually running Desperate Prayer, which is a fine card to discover. We're not putting it in the deck or like we we're using a renew and then playing this off the renew turn. Like that's the best case scenario mm-hmm. where this is the same as Thrive in the Shadows, except you get a bad minion in your raised Deadpool that you don't want back. Right. Because like that's the other thing is with with minions like this. They are clogging up your raised Deadpool. They also increased. And also, like if you're also raised deading for value, you're also you, this is drawing the card out of your deck. So it's actually you know, like in a, in a fatigue matchup, this is actually bad for you. You don't want to be drawing in a control mirror. You want to be you want to be sitting there and generating value. That's how you that like the generation is good because you're not drawing cards out of your deck, which means you have more time in fatigue. And this is the opposite of that. Like, that's why Thrive of the Shadows really isn't played that much in Standard, because you do go to Fatigue a lot, and then if you go to Fatigue and, and then you're drawing out of your deck your opponent isn't, then you're behind. So that's where this is bad. And then you get more of these in your Braze Deadpool if you play it early, which you want to because this is kind of an early game card. Then you have more of these in your Braze Dead. You're drawing more. You're putting yourself further in Fatigue. It just snowballs. This is a one. You're never playing this in Priest. This is a first day nerf. All right. Okay. Like I said, I had strong feelings. I can tell. Yeah. So <laughs> Devout Dungeoneer is a is a three mana two three battle cry draw a spell if it's holy reduce its cost by two. So first of all, everything that we just said about Cleric of Anshi around drawing in a control deck applies. We don't want to. You're gonna get more of them in your raised deadpool. It's gonna draw you more, it's gonna draw you more into fatigue. The problem with this one is that the payoff isn't even there. Because most of the cards that you most of the spells that you want to discount in priest are shadow they're not holy mm-hmm. right like the ones here the like the the priest cards that we have it's like desperate prayers already zero flash heal re- holy smite renew all cost one so you're wasting some of the some of the the discount and they'll be zero with palm reading anyway and they'll, yeah they'll, i mean you run palm reading anyway right so they're already going to be zero by the time you actually play them condemn is two apotheosis is three and then the rest of them you're not putting in your deck holy nova Power infusion against all odds and power word fortitude. You're not, unless you're rally priest, you're not putting any of those in your deck. And if you're rally priest, you're not playing a three drop that isn't Osmonic Bloodweaver. Yeah. So th- this has no spot. And, and I don't see a scenario where it really would have a spot. Uh, again, unless there is some scenario where we're, we're trying to draw through as quickly as possible to some sort of a specific win condition, but we don't have that deck right now. And I don't even know what that deck would be necessarily. This, this, yeah, like, I have two questions with this card. Do we run this over Scorpid? No. Never. Do we run this over Wanda? Because the, poi- the, poi- the poison on Scorpid is actually the most important part. Like, the generation is great, but it's the poison on the Scorpid that's actually, it's actually the best part of it. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't ever run this instead of Scorpid. Yeah. Is this better than Wandmaker? No. No. Yeah, you know, we, we, like, we still run Wandmaker over this. Um, you know, so, 
then you're running out of spots to fill in the deck. You know, this feels like a paladin card that got lost on the way to pre on the way to school and ended up in a preschool and just stuck yeah. with it. You know, yeah. so that's where I'm at with this card. It's a one. It's like I yeah. I, I don't I don't see it seeing play. Yeah, Delacash is asking, "Do you ever run the Sand Scorpion?" No, you don't, because you don't have room. Like there, like at a certain point, if you run too many minions, you don't have the spells to draw, mm-hmm. right? And and you you have like only it it seems like Priest has unlimited removal, but it doesn't, right? So you have to have room in the deck, and if you have too many of these types of, of cards, and again, you get into the raised dead problem, where you're you're playing these early. You want to play it early because that's when you want to draw. Now you have this in the pool. Now you're playing more of these instead of your Scorpids, instead of your Sethics, instead of your your Zarellas or your Samuros or whatever else you want to be getting, right? Um, so yeah, this is a one. I don't I don't see a scenario where you would want to play this. Uh, you'd have to get a lot more expensive holy spells, and and maybe that happens. But for now, there's no there's no point to this. Yeah, if we have holy spells that actually turn into win conditions, I'm 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 down. Yeah. And, and I guess it's important to point out this is it doesn't say draw a holy spell. It says draw, draw a spell. A spell. Yeah. If it's holy, then reduce the cost by two. So you have to be a scenario if you're going to maximize the value off of it. You, all your spells would have to be holy, and then that means not playing things like soul mirror, like hysteria, like um, like shadow or death. Uh, like you're never doing. Like you're never going. You're never going to be playing without hysteria and soul mirror. So you're already you're already got have like misses on it, right? So. All right. Speaking of holy spells, uh, against all odds, it's a five mana holy spell. Destroy all odd attack minions. Um, I can't even with this card. Anyway, um, oh, sorry. I see what you did there. I, you know, there's still the priest's biggest white weakness for attack minions. You still can't kill them. Yeah. Um, yeah. This this card is going to generate feelings more than anything because yep. there's going to be games where it absolutely blows people out. And then you think, oh, this is the greatest card in my deck. And then there'll be games where it's like, this is the worst card in my deck because I can't actually play it. And then, you know, from the other side, it's like, oh, you know, this card completely blow me out. I, you know, this is the this card needs nerfs. And then there's cards that they'll never see it because it will do nothing. Um, the only or it'll blow them out because, but it'll be have been sitting in the hand for like twenty turns, exactly waiting for the waiting for the time that was actually useful. Yeah, yeah. The only time this is actually you know, can be directly useful, and we're going back into the Akanai Circles discussion again, is with yeah. Wave of Apathy. Because, like, with Wave of Apathy, this, Apathy, this turns into a uh, board clear. But it also kills your minions. You know, it finally took, you know, how many sets before they actually made a bad priest board clear at five mana? Because they made, yeah. like, for a while, that's all they printed was good priest board clears at five mana. <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing is, like, for in order to run, run Wave of Apathy, you need to also be running Cabal Acolyte. Yeah, right. We we the reason we don't run Wave of Apathy Cabal Acolyte is because we we don't. First of all, this, these metas have not been about single big minions, have not at all since rotation, and also we lost Cabal Shadow Priest. So like the opportunities to be able to do other things with the with that with that dis, um, discounts the wrong word, but the reduction of of attack is are much less. And so you're basically running one of those cards to enable these, and it's not great without. And I've had it. I played a couple decks today. One of them ran it in there. One of them. One of them I just generated, and I said, "Okay, let me just take it and see how it is." Um, and it's like you have it. It locks you into playing it when it's useful mm-hmm. because it's it changes. Like I've never seen a board clear fluctuate in value like this like this one does 
like normally board clears either get better or they get worse as the game goes on. You kind of have an idea of like, okay, I need to use this now because it's never getting better or I can hold on to this because this is going to get better. And this one is all over the map. And you can't predict when it's going to be good. So you kind of have to throw it out there the time when it's when it looks like it's okay because it could be useless the next turn. That's not what you want in your board players. Like you want to be able to know what you know, line up those things to threats. You can't line this up to threats. It's just like they could just buff it and then it's all of a sudden it's gone. Mm-hmm. So you don't you don't want like you take this off when it's generated. I don't think like people are trying it now. I'll be very surprised if this is indexed by the net by the time the next set goes out. I, I, I'm going to give it a two just because I could be wrong, and maybe there there are metas where there are a lot of odd cost minions that you want to kill. But you could if you if this was good, you would run Shadow Word Ruin, and Shadow Word Ruin is better than this, and we don't run Shadow Word Ruin. Yeah, and also Hysteria is a card, and Hysteria is just better usually. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on to Rogue. Okay, that's yeah. that's enough. That's enough of my priest rantings, at least until the next episode. um um, yeah so we'll move on to is this me now that's you um you get the fish okay so savory deviant delight is a mouthful oh you see what see what i did there it is um so it's uh one mana spell transform a minion into both in both players hands into a pirate or stealth minion there's apparently some wow lore that i don't i don't play wow i don't know i don't care (laughs) um i'm i'm surprised that they're giving rogue this kind of hand disruption because this does not seem like the class that you really want to give that to but far be it from me um i don't i i think this is a wand maker nerf honestly like it's a one mana spell a lot of the rogue one spell one mana spells are good um even yoink which we we both rated low is actually pretty decent when you Uh yeah. Once you start playing it. And so they need some bad one cost spells. And this is I think this is something that I don't know that it's necessarily bad per se, but it's certainly not something that you want. Uh, you, you want it for very specific situations. And that's not going to be when you're getting an awful one maker. Yeah. Yeah. This is a cute card. I like I like it a lot. It's really good flavor. And that pun was intended. I had to. I, have I, to. I, I, I know. You I know, know, but it's it's demonic project. And, you know, and we don't. I don't think we've ever run disruption like this in Rogue. It's it's a cool card. Like maybe if you're like other card in your hand or one of the other cards in your hand that you just don't want to want to get rid of, rid of, like it's just awful in the situation. And like okay, I can run this out and get like a stealth or a pirate minion. Sure, yeah. you know great. it's you know great. You know whatever. And maybe you disrupt <laughs> part of their combo. Maybe you maybe you hit their you know their um uh Ilganoth. Sure. You know, but I don't yeah. think I don't think Rogue really has a problem with Ilganoth right now. No, uh, not not really. You just kill him. Yeah, you, you exactly. get him. You know, that's so. Yeah, yeah, it's a two. I mean, maybe there maybe there are uses. Yeah, but like there could be some sort of a Rogue combo that or a combo that just not shoot. You know, blast Rogue out of the water, and they need something like this. But I, it's going to have to be a very specific meta for that yeah. to happen. All right, so moving on to another. It's a Shroud of Concealment, a three-mana shadow spell. Draw two minions, and he played this turn, gained stealth for a turn. Um, I'm actually hot, pretty reasonably high on this card. It's better than it looks, in my opinion. The one mana, the you know, the the if you can play it, get stealth is, I think, actually pretty significant. Um, 
you know, and also the fact that you don't have to combo to get two anything else. One, you don't have to trigger a combo to get two cards, and your tutoring yeah. two minions also matters. So, like, say if you can get um, your uh, three mana three two auctioneer battle cry auctioneer card and get that down and have it live yeah. the next turn because field it's contact, stealth. yeah, yeah, field contact. Then, then this is good, but like you know, but again, that's also very, very situational. It's also turn six when that happens. So, I um, like I said, I, I'm higher on this card. Well, maybe it could be pre- turn four with prep. Okay, so yeah, there, there's 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 some value to this. I think it, I think it's a solid card. We may have to build a rogue a uh, different way than we're currently doing to make it work, but I think this is good. Yeah, I mean, like we we played Elven Minstrel. Once upon a time, which was like a four mana combo. Um, it was like a four three or something like that. Mm-hmm. And draw two minions from your deck. Um, drawing minions specifically is good. Yeah, uh, this might be. I don't know that you would take out Swindle for it, but this might actually be better than Swindle in the in the Miracle Rogue is currently built. Just because, like, okay, so you let's say you you throw down Secret Passage on one. You have a decent amount of mana, mm-hmm. and you can play this. You draw, you draw field contact. You can play down the field contact have it with stealth and then be able to do something with that the following turn. Right. So like, and, and even if not, right, like you have enough cheap minions that you can, you can get that down, get them down and then they effectively have charge. Yeah. So I think this is probably like, it may take a little while for people to get around to testing this, but I feel like this is actually one of the sleepers of the set. Um, I'm willing to go up to a four on it. Cause I feel like, I don't know if it's Miracle Rogue as, as it's currently built, because that list is very tight. Yeah. But I could see this being a an important card, um, you know, going forward. And if we ever get any sort of, like, a shuffle into your deck type of card for Rogue again, and you know what you're going to get out of this, then this is potentially an OTK enabler, or a two-turn kill enabler, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- like, yeah once, I think this goes into Rogue decks once we stop playing Man Crick. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, kind of that's correct. That's kind of where I'm at with this card. Yep. All right. Okay. And uh Water Moccasin is a three mana two five beast with stealth. Has poisonous while you have no other minions. You're not playing this as a rogue for three mana. Like I don't think you I don't think you care. You've got other things that you want to be doing at that kind of a mana cost. I don't think that you're playing this out. It's too expensive to enable combos, and it's not really doing anything for, like, Miracle Rogue or whatever. Like, Weapon Rogue doesn't care. Um, I mean, it's, it's like, the text is interesting, but, like, I, this is probably more of um, something like a teacher's pet that's going to drop a three-cost beast. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that would be more more relevant for it than, or, like, when an exotic mount seller was around. <laughs> like, when we're doing three-cost beast things, this is a three-cost beast that's relevant. <clears throat> but I don't think you're putting this in decks. Yeah. Yeah, like if yeah, I'm kind of in the same it's if five health on three is a lot. And like I like I'm not sure how often the text below the stealth actually matters in this in this card. Um I don't think we currently run this over Man Crick. Um I think if like actually if um was it Nitro Post Poison was still one mana, we'd oh, be, yeah. we'd be playing yeah. this every day because then you just drop this and the next turn weapon up and then nitro boost and throw the nitro boost on this and then you have you know a four or five going face with along with your weapon so but yeah we're not in that meta anymore i think this this is a fine yeah finding fine randomly generated card 
you know, if like you get it off, you get it off the off the one mana card. Great. Just drop it. You know, occasionally it'll have poisonous and it'll kill a thing. But um, yeah, it's fine. It's a two. Yeah, I don't think you're putting in decks on purpose, but it's fine when you get it. All right, on to on to so, oh no, shaman, so, shaman, sorry, perpetual okay. flame, uh, one mana, uh, fire spell, deal three three damage to a random enemy minion. If it dies, repeat this overload one. Um, one mana for three damage is good. Repeatable effect, that's great. Oh god, overload. We're overloading. We're overloading a lot. Um, we, basically, if this keeps going. We're going to be overload for the next turn, and there's no current way in standard to re- uh, remove overload. There's also nerfed um, unbound elemental somehow. Um, yeah, if, yeah, it only goes off once for unbound elemental purposes. Yeah, uh, I think in a control shaman, this is good. Um, it's a you know cheap three damage removal that may repeat itself, and you know, but then again, it's also a shaman thing where okay, hit the one thing you want. Will it hit the next thing? No, it hit the five attack, five damage, five health yeah. thing, and, and then it fizzled. You know, so, but, you know, there's so, if we're generating one mana spells and shaman, you know, we're not, we're not sad to get this, but I'm not sure we put this in the deck. You could just play lightning bolt, right? Yeah. Like, and kill the one thing you want. Yeah. And, and, and then lightning bolt can go face. You kill the one you want. You only overload once. Yeah. And you still pay the same mana. Like, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like when, before I realized it overloaded you every time, I was really excited because it's like okay, one mana board clear. Except that sometimes it won't be, but that's how shaman goes, right? Like shaman just shaman's always going to let you down eventually. So, um, but you know, once I realized it overloaded you for each one, like forget it, we're not doing that. Like, and and it has to hit the the minions in the right order. It's not even like defile where you could kind of plan the math out. Like this is like sometimes it's going to work and sometimes it doesn't, and there's not really a whole lot you can do about it. Unless you can get like a whole board of like tiny things, but like like a, like a token druid board, maybe you can clear with this. But then you're not you're not doing anything the next turn. They just build up the next board and kill you. So no, this is a this is a two. You'll get this off of uh, like Instructor Fireheart sometimes, and it'll be fine. But you're not going to want to put this in a deck on purpose. Yep. Um, Wailing Vapor is a one mana one three elemental. After you play an elemental, gain plus one attack. So, um, Tunnel Trog, but fair because it's a lot harder <laughs> to play a bunch of elementals out quickly than it is to play a bunch of overload spells or overload cards quickly. But it's, I mean, that's fine, right? Like if you're playing elementals, you probably want this. It's a reasonable one three. It demands removal, and if you're playing more, like you can curve into. Uh, you know, nim- what is it? Nimbus, uh, cu- menacing Nimbus, mm-hmm. and then you get another elemental, and then you got the three drop with the two five, um, two five rush, wind fury or whatever, and and you know you can kind of build a little bit of a curve off of that. So it kind of gets you there, and it, and it does need to be removed. But I mean, it's not we're not building around this, but certainly it's a nice support tool. It's a, probably a, a fair three. Yeah, I'm I'm a little higher on this. I gave it a four, and I think the tr- tunnel trog, um. Comparison is more correct than uh, Mana Worm. I was initially like, oh my god, this is Mana Worm for Shaman, but I'm like, wait a minute, we don't have Firefly anymore. So um, if yeah. it had Firefly, this card would be bonkers. Uh, but we don't have that card anymore, uh, at least not in Standard. Uh, and I don't think we're doing that in Wild either. Uh, so, But I think this card's fine. It's just, you know, one mana, one three that gets bigger is something I think Shaman needs. And I think we're, yeah. we'd be happy to have it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's a good, I mean, it's a, it's a decent card. You'll probably see it in decks. It'll probably come out of decks eventually. 
but you know if there's an aggressive deck that wants elementals then you'll you'll see it sometimes all right prime primal dungeoneer and this is probably the best dungeoneer three mana two three battle cry draw a spell if it's a nature spell nature spell also draw an elemental um one it's a card draw card for shaman so we're required to run this so that gives us a five to begin with um um and in most shamans nature most shaman nature spells are uh, are good and we want to run them so you know and, and i'm okay with not running devolving missiles to make this consistently hit every time the interesting thing is to also draw an elemental text where you can tutor one or two specific element elementals like say uh cage match custodian so this card can guarantee you getting doom hammer on five and then you do doom hammer things with shaman um this card's yeah. this card's good this card's really good and makes shaman draw a lot more consistent and i think it's something it needed i'm not sure it's something i like but it's something that shaman needed yeah i'm just i'm not convinced that it's going to be um you know it probably will be because like a lot of the nature spells do damage so you have lightning bolt you have dunk tank so and and you do have brucon so eventually those things are gonna have to come together mm-hmm so presumably if there's some sort of, you know, if it's, if we're trying to do doom hammers or, you know, or if we want like fire elementals or whatever, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, then that's, that's a thing we can do. Um, I, I am not as convinced, so I'm, I'm more at a four with it, but I mean, four is still a very good card. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think we're building a, I, I guess maybe you are building around this at the end of the day based on how you're, how you're kind of constructing the deck, but mm-hmm. I don't, I just don't know if, it feels like this is a deck that's already going to exist, this is going to enable rather than this is a deck that you're going to build a whole deck around. Yeah, it just, it's it, kind of where I'm at with it. It. Ma- it makes the deck that is completely inconsistent because, you know, it gives Shaman. another chance, it, may, may, it makes another chance for it to be a little more consistent and better. So that's why I'm a little yeah. high, that's why I'm high on this. And it also says draw a card and it's a Shaman card. And I think that's and what it's he, draw, potentially draw two, two as a shaman card. Exactly. Which, I mean, holy, is it is it my birthday? Like you know, yeah, <laughs> it's like two two whole cards. Well, you know, spare no expense. You know that that's yeah. So yeah, I, I get I get that in shaman that that makes sense. I mean, you know, you know, Mage does that before breakfast, but whatever. Um, <laughs> well, it does it for free, or it did it? It did it did yeah. it for free for a while. All right. Yeah. Okay. So now, now we've made it to Warlock. Finally. Okay. So um, Final Gasp is a uh, one-mana shadow spell. Deal one damage to a minion. If it dies, summon a 2-2 adventure with a random bonus effect. So it's the 2-2 nerds that we already talked about. Um, it's a little bit different than Mortal Coil because Mortal Coil's drawing for you. This is generating minions in, in something. I, I, I forgot that Zoo was a thing. When I evaluated this, but even then, Zoo feels like it needs more help than this, and it's not—it's not guaranteed. I guess you—you you can try to get Zoo to get this to happen often enough, um, but it feels like we probably just want to play an actual one drop rather than trying to remove a minion, and we might have to remove our remove our own minion because you can't play this on one either. So, you're, I mean, you could, but you it's not going to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, Mortal Coils uh, sees fringe play and cycling doesn't as doesn't matter as much in Zoo as it does in like uh, as it does in Control Warlock, which you run Mortal Coil Control Warlock, you'd run this in Zoo. Um, the the two two nerds actually do matter because um, you know you do have board wide buffs like Whisper, Whispering Woods and stuff like that. 
or whispering wicked whispers. Wicked whispers. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, getting, getting that thing. And, you know, and also sometimes you just have a two, two nerd with spell damage and it kills a two health thing. That's kind of nice. Uh, you know, it, you know, it has to be already on the board and doesn't generate, but you know, and, and also it's a shadow spell for Tamsin. It makes Tamsin a lot better. And, you know, the second one's free. So I, I was running a zoo list this after this afternoon with this in it with Tamsin Rome and it was doing a lot of good work and I really enjoyed it and actually was winning somewhat consistently with it. Um, so, you know, this felt, this felt really good. I had a, a whole package of one mana shadow spells in the deck that, Felt really good with Tamsin, so um, okay. yeah. I, that's I'm I'm, giving, I'm a little higher in this card because you know one mana generate a two two nerd that does something. It's it's usually pretty good. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I'm I'm just not as fun. I'm high as you in general. Yeah, but, you know, so I can see that. But I could see it be I could see it being useful. I mean, I could see it definitely and certainly something that you would get off a of Scorpion or something like that. You wouldn't be too upset about it. Yep. All right, next card, two mana, another shadow spell. Unstable Shadow Bolt deals six damage to a minion. Uh, Excess damage hits your hero. Uh, Six six damage for two mana is super cheap. Um, Control Warlock, actually, if you look at it, does not have a good amount of single target removal that you would actually run. Um, Like, I don't even think it has Shadow Bolt anymore. Uh, it, it it tops out at three damage. Like a lot of the early removal is damage based. You have like drain soul and soul share and school spirits. But anything bigger than three, good luck. You're not you're not getting rid of it until siphon soul comes online. Um, the face damage that it does to you, like especially if you're running, um, if you're running uh, the or these the uh, soul shears, the 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 soul, the soul shards, you know you'll get that back right away. Uh, I think this is fine. I just don't think there's enough room in control warlock and i still don't think control warlock's a deck that you don't that you play outside of like conquest priest you know expectancy so that's where i'm at with that I mean, it's, it's a two for me i mean that the second part is 100 percent true like yeah. that's you or or if you're tilted on ladder and you're just tired of priest exactly um which i mean i understand as a priest man i do understand that um i did play against one today and they removed, I forget what the minion was that they removed, but it was a fairly high health minion. They didn't take too much damage from it. And it was it was pretty impactful, and they wouldn't have been able to remove that minion otherwise. I did win that game because I was able to get insight into to draw me a uh, mind render and then was able to slam the mind render on turn seven and play their ticketus before it was corrupted. So um I don't think the unstable shadow blast had anything to do with that, but that's just fun to say. Um mm. Well maybe, well, maybe not for you, but for me, for me it is. Um, oh, and, and and I burned Jaraxxus with the Ticketus, so that was even better. That was the icing on top. But, was it um, better? Was it? Uh, it was. Uh, I won. They conceded as a Warlock, so I was pretty happy with that. But I, I do think that Control Warlock, I mean, you don't care about that face damage early. You're going to get no. it back. Yeah, yeah. You'll that, get it that's back. like... Yeah, that's like borrowing five bucks from your dad. Like, you, you know, that you'll you'll earn that money back and you'll give it back to him and it's fine. Yeah, it makes, makes Flesh Giant better. <laughs> yeah, it does i mean it's it's not it's not unreasonable and and also just like there are i mean you can play with dark Lair too like dark Lair is still a card um i don't know that you're putting this in a dark Lair deck but certainly like how much more damage are you going to take by not removing whatever the thing is that has four four or five or six health yeah 
right? Exactly. That's really the calculus that you're at. Like, okay, so if you kill something that has, I mean, sometimes you're going to have to kill a three health minion, you'll take three, fine. Normally, you're going to be killing a four, five, or six health minion, you're going to take a little bit of damage, but that would have been way more damage you would have taken. Um, like, you know, you think about a golem or something like that, like you're going to get smacked in the face. This is, this is keeping that, keeping that from happening and, and then let you do something else, which is not easy as a control warlock. Yeah. Like killing, killing the six, six taunt that you get from the paladin weapon and then like developing after it is pretty big. So, yeah. So, so I, I'm going to four with this. I think this is a, a, a decent control warlock deck, but I don't think it's moving the needle on that, on that deck. No, it's right it's, now, it's, make, it's making it even more removal heavy and that, you know, and yeah. I like to, I, I want to be a little more proactive with the warlock right now. Let's well, just put, yeah. That's just where I'm at. All right. Speaking of proactive stealer of souls, four mana, two, six demon. After you draw a card, change its cost to health instead of mana. Um, so I got a question for you, Steve, mm-hmm. would you play blood of Cahoon for four mana? I super would. Yes. Yeah. This is, um, incredibly, broken and wild currently oh yeah yeah uh like you play this violent illusionist and plot twist and then you just play your deck for free which is nice and then and you have mechathune at the bottom at the end of it actually so you, they're you cutting, basically get to they're cutting mechathune for a brand alex Straza. are they really Cut, cutting mechathune for a brand alex Straza combo now new alex Straza combo because <laughs> mechathune's too slow yeah great <laughs> we did it everybody but i just jammed this in like zoo and I was able to drop this on three with uh, Counter Thought, and then they killed the Counter Thought and left this up for some reason. And then I played um, the four the four mana discard your your uh, uh, hand of Gul'dan, and the next three cards were free, kind of. Oh or they cost God. they cost health, but they were like, and, and one of them was a Flesh Giant. So, oh. and I had a Dark Glare up. Of course you did. Because, you know, I was in Magical <laughs> Christmas Land at the time. <laughs> but, so, I would play a minion, get mana back, play a minion, get mana back. My Then my uh, giant was free because, you know, I took damage playing those minions. And, like, yeah, I was at 15 health, but I also had a full board and they were dead the next turn. So, this card is absolutely insane. Um, it's, like... One, like one time I played this on six tapped and got the hand of Gul'dan and played the hand of Gul'dan for six, well, for six life because, <laughs> and still won the game because, because what, because nothing matters at that point. No, it's I mean, like, that, yeah, that, that's basically, yeah, it's like, no, you're doing damage to your face, but you know what? You're going to do a lot more damage to their face the next turn anyway. <laughs> so I, I'm just a deck of, you're just a deck of lunacy deck at that point. Yeah. Like that's, that's basically where you yeah. are. <laughs> it's like everything is free, you know? So. Oh, you've played this with Deck of Chaos. This is a two mana four six. Ooh, okay. I'm doing that. I'm doing that tonight. <laughs> oh wait, I gotta record. I, I'm doing yeah. after, after um, maybe before I record Squelch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I think this would. I think that would be a good experience for you to bring into Squelch. I think that would be appropriate. Yeah. So um, I, I'm in. I'm in but, love with this card. I love this card yeah. so much. Um, it's probably the second card I'm crafting gold in this set. Um, we'll, yeah. get, we'll get to the next one. We'll get to the other one. There, there's something here, right? The, I mean, yeah. wild, sure. It's 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 burning down wild. We'll just put that aside for right now. Like that's that wild is always burning about something. This is the the thing that's burning it down today. And it usually but, involves but, warlock that's causing wild to burn down. <laughs> just to <laughs> let you know. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, like, because I remember we were talking about this in one of the discords, and Hat said this is Wilford Fizzlebang, and it's like, well. No. No, because Wilford Fizzlebang was a six mana four four. Yeah. And four health at six mana is a lot easier to deal with than six health on four mana. 
Like six, like again, Cabal Acolyte used to be a two six, and they had to nerf it because it would just would never die. And, yeah. it, and it was a taunt, obviously, so it was hard to get rid of, but it would just not die. And this is something that it does it either either it lives, and then you tap, and you have two cards that you get to play effectively for free. Um, I mean, again, life is an issue, but you you have ways of healing up. It depend or or you don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Yep. Yeah, the zoo, the zoo deck I was playing, I didn't care what my life told. You don't me care, was. but I mean, if this is a, even in a control deck, like maybe you care. But then you have drain souls, you have soul fragments, whatever. You'll you'll heal all that back up. It doesn't matter. Um, but so either it sticks, and then you get to do disgusting broken things, or they have to go divert whatever their plan was to go kill this six health minion before it ruins their day. And that's a that's a fairly big detour. That's a wrong turn at Albuquerque, is what that is. <laughs> yeah. So I, either way, you win, right? Yeah. Like it's just a matter of figuring out what kind of deck it really belongs in. But either way, like that's a good result. So even if it dies, it still did something. Mm-hmm. It may not have been what it said on the card, but it still had value and it still did something. Yeah. So that's where that's where I get to a four with it. I think that's a really I think this is something that a lot of people are sleeping on, and this is the, the card that's going to, you know, in standard at least, is going to surprise people. And wild, nobody was surprised. Everybody knew wild was gonna burn down the second that this card was released, and it did. Well, like there, so. there was somebody on Twitter, I think it was Hijo, who asked, like, Are you sure yeah. you want to go on vacation after you know when you're printing this card? <laughs> Because like we needed Mike, and we might need an emergency balance change somehow. Like maybe we yeah. maybe we nerf Illusionist or something, <laughs> because this card is like you know nerf Illusionist. So the first damage you take this turn is you're immune. But anyway, uh, but this card this card is I love this card a lot. I, it's one of my it's one of it's it's for me it's a five. I put a four on here initially because I didn't play with it yet, and I played with it this afternoon, and I just fell in love. I'll leave it at a four, but I can see it going up to a five. I'm probably low on it anyway, but I, I, I'm waiting for somebody to break this in standard. I, I think somebody will, and that's going to be a day. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Whetstone Hatchet, speaking of cards that we're much less excited about, Whetstone Hatchet <laughs> is a uh, one mana, one four weapon. When your hero attacks, give a minion in your hand plus one attack. Um, Sure. Uh, my my re- I've seen some people trying this in Rush Warrior. My reaction to this is we have Ringmaster's Baton at home, <laughs> and like Ringmaster's Baton, like you're running de- you're running dragons, mechs, and and pirates in that deck. You it gives them health as well as attack, and you know it's not and and it yeah it costs two instead of one, but like this one health, like you have other ways to buff your minions in rush warrior. Oh, it's not That's even health. way more efficient. Than this. It's not even or health. attack rather yeah. attack. Sorry. If it, was health, it doesn't even be buff health, but, but I mean like you run parade leader in that deck and that's just better. You run conditioning in that deck. You run, run thack in that deck. Do you, it, have you ever played rush warrior and thought, I don't have enough things to buff my minions attack. Like that's not a thing that you're generally worried about. And certainly you don't really want to be playing a one, four weapon, in a deck where we're running, um, where we're running the, the imprisoned Gennard, where maybe we're running sword eaters, um, we're now probably running crash. Like, do you really want a one, four weapon in that deck? No, I, I don't really, you know? Yeah. I, I, I played with this a little bit this morning or this afternoon when the set drop and I'm like, this is really underwhelming. And like, yeah, it's like all of a sudden, like your hand is full of weapons that, you know, like, this one eventually has to break because, you know, one four doesn't do enough. Like maybe like if it was attached to like three, like three dudes, I'd play this card. 
but uh, this would be three mana and it'd also be mustard for battle. But anyway, um, so yeah, the hand buff really doesn't terribly matter. Like the only card that really matters with this card is maybe um, the one ten. Makes or Samuro. Or Samuro makes it better, but like it's also like your hand's full of minions anyway, so you're not going to hit the one you want to hit ever. Yeah. So, yeah, this this is a two. I might be going down to a one. I, I wasn't. A I'm, big, I'm at a one with it. Yeah, I, I've, I've been unimpressed with this from the from the get go. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, low to the ground warrior. Like, you know, you're running better weapons as a slower to the ground. So, that's yeah. a one. Yep. All, All right. right. Well, I'll let you have this next one. All so. right. So this is uh, Man at Arms. Um, it's a very handsome card. Very wonderful card. Uh, two mana, two, three, battle cry. If you have a weapon equipped, gain plus one, plus one. So maybe the reason why you run Whetstone Hatchet? Sure. I, sure. Um, I, 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 I do have a story with this card. You know, it was revealed in the in the card dump, and literally I was in a meeting, and it was a site meeting, so I couldn't, like, pay attention to my phone. And I came back, I checked my Twitter, and there's, like, 11 notifications, five <laughs> pings, <laughs> Like, hey, they made your card, and like, and I, you know, so I had to retweet Dano because you know Dano's my best friend, and <laughs> and like, yeah, they made my card, and then like, photoshops happened, and then like, GMs were contacting me or like replying, like, yeah, as soon as I saw this, I thought of you, and I'm like, oh my god, GMs know who I am. Anyway, uh, is this card good? It's okay, you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I I crafted a gold. After just, all that, <laughs> it, it's 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 a fine card. You know, you like you can play it on two with Whetstone Hatchet, but then you're running Whetstone Hatchet. Um, you know, you can play it on on three or four. It's fine, but like the deck's full enough as it is, and just like a vanilla three four just doesn't cut it in most decks. Yeah. So I, I mean, the good news is you didn't have to win a world championship to get a card made after you. So that's, that's, that's true. That's a bonus for you. It's true. This is Sunreaver Spy. We don't play Sunreaver Spy. You're not playing this. Like, it's it's fine. Like, it, it may be in a weapon-heavy deck, but there's only so many... Like, in Rogue, you can make this work. In, in, in Warrior, you don't have enough weapons. You don't have enough things that generate weapons, mm -hmm. really, to, to be able to make use of this consistently. Like, where you, you're not playing this from Rush Warrior. Like, you need a Pirate Warrior, basically. Yeah. Like, if we have Pirate Warrior again, then, yeah, you can run this. Maybe in Wild, you might. Um, even in wild, there are be there are better things because this isn't actually a pirate. Yeah, so. yeah. There's more synergies in in wild than there are for this card. So yeah, this this kind of this is kind of like a homeless card, but I love it. I, I crafted a gold as soon yeah. as I could. So I mean, you you have to. It's it's your card. You know, you kind of need to. Um. So in in happier news, we have Crush Lord of Turtling. That I, I I'm surprised that I have not gotten the, the title Lord of Turtling. I, I might. <laughs> I, that feels like. That feels like my royal my royal title, but you know here anyway. <laughs> um, so, Crush Lord of Turtling is a six mana three nine beast. Frenzy gain eight armor. Death rattle. Equip a two five turtle spike. Yes, please. In twice on Sunday. Um, definitely in control warrior. Definitely like an Azov control warrior. Um, I've seen it running in Rush Warrior. I don't know that that's the best place for it. It feels like. There, I guess if you want to run Nazoth in Rush Warrior, mm -hmm. then this kind of is the beast because you're not running Scorpion in that deck. Um, so, like, this is the beast for that, um, which does make it a little bit more appealing. I saw a list from Rivius who is like my 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 Rush Warrior. I, I don't want to say Sensei because I don't. I've never spoken to him, but 
You know, he, he's the <laughs> one who I, I take whatever he his Rush Warrior deck lists work for me. So whenever he plays posts a new Rush Warrior deck, that's what I'm playing. And he had posted a list that had Nazoth and Crash in it. So I'm I'm looking at trying that. Um, but in in Control Warrior, certainly like. This is a house. The frenzy is going off at some point, unless it's hard removed. So it's going to gain you the eight armor. You'll get a two five weapon out of it, which is, I mean, that's ten damage. And then you get to do it all over again with Nazoth. So uh, the only downside is it doesn't have taunt, but it, it, I don't think you care. I think it's fine. I mean, the eight armor is pretty much as good as it having taunt. It's going to heal up whatever damage that you took the turn that you played it. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is definitely Nazoth Control Warrior card. Uh, Frenzy effect is super. Uh, the weapon is great. I'm almost like considering running Nitro Boost with it, but like then again, it's a two mana Nitro Boost. Uh, with conditioning, yeah. this is just bonkers. Like has a big butt. Um, also, the Frenzy really matters for Sour Fang. So like, if you really want to run a Sour Fang in your Nazoth Control oh, yeah. Warrior, you can do that and get a five three nine that procs with eight armor. That seems pretty good. Uh, yeah. yeah, the top. Yeah, that the Rivius list has that along with the uh, the stone the stone whatever the anchorman. anchorman. Yeah, stone mall anchorman. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, yeah super solid card. I lo- I I really like it. Um, you know the no taunt. I, I initially thought this had taunt when I first saw it. And I thought this was absolutely insane. But the lactic taunt is still it's still good enough. It's it's really good. It's good. It's, yeah. good. it's probably the best legendary yeah. in the set. Yeah, with a, it's not even close. Well, I guess it is close because we haven't talked about Mutanus yet, but it, it's 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 very very good. It's probably the best card in the set, yeah. Like flat out. All right. Um, and then speaking of that, we do get to go on to the neutrals now, so we're almost there. All right, meet, all right. Meeting Stone, one mana, zero two. At the start of your turn, or sorry, at the end of your turn, that actually is important. Add a two two adventurer with a random bonus effect in your hand. Um, it's Evil Totem. Uh, it reminds me a lot of Evil Totem, and in my zoo that I was playing, I was playing this, and it was doing a lot of good work. Um, the adventures playing at a hand hand actually, you know, aren't the best, but you know, sometimes you need to do things on turn two, and you don't have the cards to do it. Um, you know, I'm glad first day of school was nerfed because this has a less chance of this showing up, which is nice. Um, yeah, you know, but I think and then this is the reason I was running um, the stupid um uh caravan just to see if i can pull these out because you know I, you know the ha- there's there's synergy there yeah i guess yeah that's, i mean that you could you, I, you keep using that word i'm not sure that you, you don't know you know what it means yeah. but yeah it uh <laughs> yeah I mean, it's uh it's 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 a it's a fine card it's just you know i'm not sure like what we're running this in you know maybe zoo you know maybe there's better things to do in zoo Maybe Zoo's not an actual. Don't deck. you want a? Don't you want a card that can attack on one in Zoo though? Like this feels really like glacially slow. Well, for Zoo. Well, I'm also running like um, Grimora Sacrifice and Eggs. Oh yeah. So okay. and, yeah. and and Whispers. So you know this can attack on on two. You know maybe <laughs> maybe it discard. I'm sure Paladin Paladin will find a way to abuse this. I'm sure. I'm, I'm I have no doubt. Like, maybe this is their new one drop. I don't know. I, like, it just feels bad to play these from hand, right? Like, the adventurers feel like they're kind of low value to begin with. And then having to pay mana for them just feels like adding an insult to injury. Um, yeah, the best one I've found are, like, the Taunt, the Rush, and, like, maybe the Wind Fury. Because the Wind Fury one, they tend to go, like, hard. They tend to, like, hard target when it comes out. Because they, they're scared of the Wind Fury. Yeah. But, 
as, as they should yeah. be. Right. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a I don't I I think it's going to be a very narrow use case to actually put this in a deck. Yeah. So yeah, I would say I would say it's going to be a two. Yeah, for it's me. Prob- but, yeah, I'm, I'm after playing it a little bit today. It's a two. All right, you got... Um, all right. Archdruid Narrowlex is a three-mana, three-three, dormant for two turns. While dormant, add a dream card at the end of your turn... At, to your hand at the end of your turn. So you effectively, you get two dream cards, two of the new the new Ysera dream cards in your hand um, by the time that this thing wakes up. And the the thing is that the reason we stopped playing old Ysera was because you didn't, you didn't get all the dream cards at once, so you didn't know what you were getting. And there's a lot of variance in the dream cards. Like, sometimes this is going to be amazing, and sometimes this is going to be terrible. I have been seeing this being played in decks. It was suggested to me that I play this in Priest, but I haven't actually drawn it yet mm-hmm. to see how it feels. Um, playing against it, it can sometimes feel kind of brutal, depending on what they get. Like, if they get an Awakens, and they're a deck that wants to use an Awakens. Like, it also depends on what kind of deck you are, right? Because, like, if you're a proactive deck and you get an Awakens, that may not be great. But if you're a reactive deck... And you and you get an awakened, you're going to be happy. If you're any sort of a deck, and you get a laughing sister, you're going to be pissed. Um, but you know, there's a possibility to be able to play this on three into a seven six on four, which is I I, I hear is something that's that's a positive um, thing to do. Um, I, I'm I'm willing to come up to a three on it. I feel like this is the kind of thing people are going to try a lot, and it's probably going to fall out of list pretty quickly once better things come along or or once the list get refined. Yeah. I th- I think this card's like if you're a value deck, you want this card. Like the dream spells are all good except for you know laughing sister. Except drop like laughing sister is still two mana three five, which is fine. Um, you know you eventually have a three three on the board. I think with like a card like rally, this is interesting if you really want to go in on the value. Which you know sure. Yeah, but if you're playing Rally, you're playing Nazmani Bloodweaver. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe in Paladin. Yeah, in Paladin. Yeah, but it is that is that is actually a dual class card, believe it yeah. or not. Like maybe in Paladin, <laughs> you you might you might want to do that. Yeah, but I, I don't and know. it comes back dormant, and then you get two more cards. I, I I I can I can see it, you know. But then you're just like you're valuing, and then like you have a, a minion on your board that doesn't do anything for three turns. So, um, and you pay spent three mana for it. So I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like a four. I'm kind of with you. It's like. I think it's good. I think it'll be cut, though. I think there's better things that can go on. But I, I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a try and see see how it goes. And But I'm not I'm not super excited about it like a lot of people are. Yep. So this is Mutinous, the Devourer. It's a 7-mana 4-4 Murloc. Battle Cry. Eat a minion in your opponent's hand. Gain its stats. Um, this is, um, I like to call Ticketus's fishy Fishy Cousin. Um, there's a card that will generate Fishitus. Fishitus. There we go. It's Fishitus. Um, it's a card that I think will also generate a ton of emotion and it will like create stories of, and I think this is design and create stories like, Oh, I ate their Cthulhu and they conceded. But like, you know, unless we're in a really deep controlling meta, this card is not great. Um, most of the pet, most of the time it, 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 you know, it, it's just won't do anything in like, you know, you'll have a seven mana four four and feel sad, or a seven mana five five and eat their one one and be like, oh, or eat their adventurer because they were holding on to an adventurer for some reason. You know, yeah. So I I think yeah, there's times where it'll be like you know high roll and hit the Ilganoth and then you'll like feel like the smartest person alive. It's it's a it reminds me a lot of uh, against all odds actually, 
So that's where that's where I'm at feel with this card, and it's also. Yeah, like it's just like people are going to either hate this card or love this card or like be like me and be kind of indifferent on it. And so three. Yeah, I think it's a little bit better than that, only because at least of the way that the meta is currently is like there are a lot of decks that run Alex and there are a lot of decks that run Talon to get Alex or or Watley to get Alex. So you generally like by the time you can play this, we'll have a fairly decent read that Alex is in hand. And so this is very likely to hit that and there are there are games where you are you are actually able to stabilize except that you're at 8 and you and Alex is going to kill you no matter mm-hmm. what right so i think that happens enough in this meta that this card is worth running and that and it, even if it just turns around like some of those games then all of a sudden it's paid for itself i mean i don't think you need to go into the whole ilganoth or Moarg, or or eating Mind Render Lucia. You don't care if it's a five six at that point. You're you're happy. Yeah. But I think that like the number of games that Alex just ends, if this can give you a counterplay around that, I think that's that's a, that's enough to make it a four. Yeah, I see it. I don't know. I, I I think it's one of those cards that we're going to like disagree on, and but like and like yeah. and neither of us that's will fine. be right, or neither of us will be wrong. You yeah. know what I mean? It really it really yeah. depends on like how the meta develops with this with this card in the in the in the system so i'm glad it exists yeah right like i'm I'm glad that a card like this exists because it does give you counterplay to battle cries which is something that is very hard to come by and it's it's in a less it's i would prefer this to a dirty rat a because it comes out later and b because there's less downside to playing it right like the worst thing that happens is you get a seven mana four four like that's not great, but that's better than pulling out their their gigantic thing that then k- comes and kills you, right? So, um, so from that perspective, I like the way that it's designed, and I'm glad that a card like this exists, whether or not it's actually needed or not. Yeah, and anytime we can like kill combo decks that like really depend on a certain card to be exist in your hand, I'm I'm okay with that, in my opinion. Or 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 slam this on seven to try to eat a ticket. Yeah. Or- right. Like I will play this in priest for the hope. That I can eat a Ticketus. And then I will, I will, and then I will clip the crap out of that and then, and post it everywhere and, and dance and have a celebration. <laughs> or, or you play it on seven to corrupt your Ticketus. There we go. There you go. See, even yeah. better. <laughs> See, now, now, now you're, now you're playing with power. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Um, Devouring Ectoplasm is a three mana, three, two death rattle summon, a, 2-2 Adventurer with a random bonus effect. Um, yeah, that is that is a thing that you can do. I guess Death Rattle Demon Hunter maybe might want this, but there are, it feels like there's enough Death Rattles that we don't need to go here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, a 3-2 that drops a 2-2 is not bad. Um, is, and, and Death Rattle Demon Hunter specifically that wants to do that sort of a thing, there might be room for it, though it doesn't have any sort of a, of a, of a minion tag on it. So it's not coming back with Nazoth, which is a bit of a downside. Um, it's fine. I just see I see it's going to drop out of decks pretty quickly. As be- uh, maybe not immediately, but certainly as soon as the next set happens, then this I don't think we're going to be playing this card anymore. Yeah, this is this is kind of like um, yeah, this is kind of I think designed for Death Rattle DH. Um, it does have a bit of a piloted shredder feel to it, where it's like a three mana three two with a two two body inside with a random with random text. Um, I played a little bit of this in that zoo list. Um, it kind of fell out for other cards um, that I was trying out. 
Um, but the times I did play it, it felt okay. It didn't feel, it didn't feel amazing. Um, but you know, the, the, sometimes the adventure matters. Sometimes the adventure is just like a two, two rush and it gets removed. So you feel bad. Um, so yeah, this is okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I think two is, two is the right call on this. It, it'll, it'll, in a, in a minion based deck, I think it might start, but like it'll be fallout for more synergy. Yeah, I think so. All right, I get the last. All right, and one card left, and the card we were all we were both already wrong about. Yes. So, was <laughs> this me or you? I don't even remember. Yeah, this. All you. right, the selfless sidekick. It's a seven mana six six battle cry. Equip a random uh, weapon from your deck. Um, this feels like a pat, like a pat, like a uh, card for duels. Because uh, there's a paladin deck in duels that runs an eight mana weapon. So yeah, we we. Play the, oh, is that the is that the one that resurrects resurrects a uh, legendary or, or something? No, like pulls a legendary out of your deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, one. so yeah. like, sure, we can do that, or you know, and make it a little more consistent later in your run if you're living that long. Um, but you know, the other card this is made for was Bob's Spine Knuckles, in my opinion. Yep. Um, so yeah, you play this, you get your Bog Spine, you swing your Bog Spine, and you have an eight drop that you know has taunt as a demon and makes your opponent's spells cost two more. Uh, yeah, because that happens all the or, time. Or you just get, or just gets to hit them in the face right away. Like that's fine too, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> so, so I guess we're doing evolve shaman things with this again. Sure, yeah, you know we are great. Hooray, we did it. <laughs> so good thing everyone. Everyone missed evolve shaman. We were all really sad <laughs> because evolve shaman went out of the bed. I saw somebody. I think it might have been Edelweiss's stream that I was in, and somebody said, "Wait, that card's still in standard? Why?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like. That's a very good question. Why is that card still in standard? We so, can make it four yeah. attack again. No, I'm joking. Please don't. Yeah. Oh no, don't do that. No. Don't, don't please don't. Yeah, so like um, yeah. so yeah. I'm going up to a three just because this is making Evolve Shaman a deck again. Which I mean maybe it even ought to be higher if it's making Evolve Shaman exist. Is um it, and, and I saw Sottle posting a uh, children's treasury of disgusting screenshots of eight drops that were wrecking opponents today. Uh, so yeah, is, no, I think I, I this might be a one a day one thing. I would not be surprised if this deck sticks around because Evolve Shaman's like 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 uh, Jason in the Friday the Thirteenth movies. You think he's dead? He just pops up out of the grave. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't want Evolve Shaman to be a thing. Can we not? No, I don't either. I, I, really I don't even don't. want Re- I don't want even want Revolve Shaman to be a thing. Anyway, I mean the only, the only good thing is that Horde Pillager's gone, so at least it's only going to be the four weapon swings you have to worry about, not six. But I guess if if two of them are generating an eight drop and a nine drop, then maybe that's a little bit worse. But I mean, and uh, what's his face? The the rush dude, the nine mana rush dude is gone too. That got cheaper. Oh, thank God! I can't remember his oh, name Mogu anymore. Mogu Flesh Shaper. Um, wow. Yes, thank you. I can't believe I forgot. It's 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 like we've had like three months of peace, and now I've forgotten his name. And that you know, so that's also gone. No, least, it's just so. your brain protecting you. Yeah, fair. And I repressed the memory. I must have. <laughs> um, so, so like before we go, like overall thoughts on the set. Like, how do you how do you feel about this mini set? Um, the classes that needed good cards got good cards. The classes that didn't need good cards, they got really kind of mediocre cards or the bad cards. So, I think it's kind of you know this is kind of what they intended to do. I'm looking forward to seeing what they try, what comes out of this. I think it's impactful, but I don't think it's going to be like. We're not going to see it right away. I think it's going to be a bit of a bit of a slow burn, and by the time we maybe figure this out, the next set will be out, and then we'll talk about card reviews for two days, and it'll be great. Yeah, this this feels like a lot of either potential energy or filler for random pools. 
right? Because like we got a lot of a lot of pools that got a lot better when we rotated out classic and brought in core. And so some of these, I mean, we've talked about it a few times. Some of these just feel like they're random pool fillers to make the random pools worse, which is fine. We need to do that. Um, I actually joked at one point that I hope the mini set was just like uh, just 35 bad one drops. Like that was, we we, we were close. (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, and so, and if that, and part of that is something that needs to be, it's just, it's disappointing when it's a mini set because you feel a lot more like you can introduce bad cards in 135 card expansion and it doesn't feel as bad because like you can still have some good cards and you have stuff to play with when like your class gets nothing like, like I felt like and what Sidisi felt like, right? Like with Hunter and Priest, like then it's like, okay, well, eh, what, what do I care? Um, but there, there are a few good things to play with here. I think the classes that needed help got help. The classes that didn't need help didn't get a lot of help. And then, you know, it'll it'll f- kind of flesh out that, you know, that series or the, that card set before we get to the next expansion. I, I think the the adventurer cycle is a little bit heavy handed. Yeah, I, I don't it does. It feels like it's a lot of cards that are going into that. But I guess if they, they if they're printing eight, eight cards and they kind of needed to do that. Um, like eight of the adventure cards and they kind of needed a few that were going to take advantage of it, which I get. But again, that would have been better for maybe for a 135 card set than a 35 card set. Cause like when, when it's a 35 card set, it's like that much bigger of a percentage that feel like they're with this mechanic that just isn't that exciting. Yeah. I mean, they could have, they could have went the whole lackey way and just made the pool really small and really impactful. And I'm glad they didn't, honestly. Oh yeah, me too. Like I'm yeah, glad absolutely. there's like, like all the cards, all the the each of the eight adventurers in the they all have places and they all have times when they're good, but there's also times when they're just like uh, like and it, you're just you know I'm gonna roll we're gonna roll the dice and the, you're sometimes you're just end up with like you know snake eyes and get like you know the rush one off a of death rattle and they'll clear it anyway instead of the divine shield you know what I mean so I think yeah. You know, I'm I'm glad I'm glad they did it in the mini set because it gives us the mini set some flavor and some stuff like that. But I think, I think, yeah, I'm glad they didn't decide to go with lackeys again. Let's just put it that way. Oh yeah, no, no, we don't need yeah. that. Like that would have been like horrible tra- power creep. And please, like, let let sleeping lackeys lie. Yeah. You know. So yeah. So I mean, I think that this is a little bit. Un- the set is kind of underwhelming, even in retrospect. But there are some high, some some high high points. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to playing with some of these cards for sure. Um, but I, I don't think it's going to be like the seismic meta shift that we were expecting. But they also did nerf Paladin at the same time. So we're already kind of getting that. We're getting that as a result of that anyway. Yeah. And who's to say that we won't get more Dungeoneers in later mini sets with the way the theming is might happen with uh, other maybe alliance related uh, level 20 dungeons. So that would be we doing. So. Yeah, they might do that. I mean, yeah, they, I mean. We're, we're presumably getting an alliance set next time around, and maybe there will be another whatever, I don't know, Warcraft. Yeah, me neither. Whatever the main alliance dungeon is, then maybe that'll be there, and there'll be more dungeoneers. Yeah. Knows. So, anyway. So, um, so why don't you tell all the nice people where they can get a hold of you when you're not reviewing cards on this uh, on this podcast? Where can people find sure. you? Um, much like other people who do multiple Hearthstone podcasts, uh, my hub of my content is on Twitter. I tweet a lot. I tweet too much. Um, find me at Matt at Arms. Um, I also do. Um, on Squelch weekly basis, we kind of talk Hearth talk Hearthstone. We kind of more like talk about life and funny things that happened around Hearthstone. So that's what we do. 
I thought you just start fights with other podcasts. I well, thought that was what you that's, did. You know, we didn't start the fight. We just ended it. Anyway, no, okay, no, fair I'm enough. Joking. No, we, we, we love Blizzard. <laughs> Um, you know, as much as we, as far as we can throw them anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they uh, find me on Twitter, Matt at arms, uh, squelchcast.com is for this podcast. Uh, I might be on play for tempo this week. We'll see. Cause, uh, I think Schwal's out of town. So, uh, my special, maybe Hearthstone related to play for temple. Maybe not. We'll see. Um, and I'm actually might be on, on, uh, hero power next week I'm, i'll let you know i'll let everybody oh, know that would be exciting yeah, make my return to hero a, power. a grand reunion yeah because you know my wife's out of town next week and she's taking the kids so i'll be all alone and bored and so i'll be on any podcast that wants to have me so well, see i got I, I i beat the rush exactly is what happened. exactly so okay. yeah anyway met at arms on twitter all right and as always you can find the links uh you'll find a link to the spreadsheet as long as as well as to any other um as well as to any other um, links that I might decide to throw into the show notes at offcurve.com. Uh, you can follow the Twitter account at offcurve. You want to see when new episodes go live or when I add new things to the Masters Tour Qualifier dashboard. If you are someone who plays in Masters Tour Qualifiers, um, offcurve.com slash Masters Tour is where I collect all the stats for that. So you can go and do that. I, I have some adjustments that I need to make to that. I think I need to clean up the performance a little bit um, and get the card inclusions into its own page. That's hopefully something I'll have some time to do this weekend my personal twitter is wicked good where all you can find all this stuff um you can also catch me streaming monday nights 8 p.m eastern thursday night 7 p.m eastern um at twitch.tv slash wicked good fm if you're watching the stream you're already here so go ahead and follow if you haven't already hint hint um and uh you can also join the discord where there are lots of wonderful and um kind and generous and thoughtful and handsome and and uh beautiful people and i'm there too at discord.offcurve.com and matt's there too um at discord.offcurve.com and i think that's everything so um you know enjoy the new meta enjoy the paladin nurse if nothing else and uh be good to each other we'll talk soon have a good one